little more uh, set up this morning. It's a youth Sunday. Um, I've been looking forward to this morning. That's a great way to involve our kids, to get everybody involved in what we're doing as part of our church. And I want you guys to know, uh, those of you who are younger, how much we love it that you're here with us, that you guys are learning about God's word, that you are sitting with us right now. We need you guys, and we are grateful that you're here. You belong with us. This week I've also been reading uh, Luke's story about Mary, about how she responded to God. It's interesting you think Mary, when she's responding to God like this, she was probably a teenager herself, and we see her faithfulness. God says, God says she would give birth to a Savior, and she started praising him. I've been reading about her visit then to visit her relative Elizabeth and her song of praise afterward. And it got me thinking about all the things that I am praising God for. I suspect some of you were here this morning and you are already praising God. Things are going well right now. You're celebrating Christmas, having fun parties, time together, food. You just keep continuing to praise God. Things are going great. I know some of you are here this morning and things are really difficult. Praising God feels about as far off as the moon. But you're here faithfully. Maybe even here, not because you thought, oh, I can't wait to go to church, but rather thinking to yourself, I know I'll be glad once I've gone. And probably most of us are here in the middle somewhere. Minds are filled with 5,000 other things that we need to do in the next few weeks as Christmas approaches. All the events, the parties at school, the food to prepare, the shopping left to do. But this morning, I invite us to set all of that down, to take a moment to be present here, to set down the, the drawing projects <clears throat> and the paper airplane making for a moment, and to be present, to listen to what God has for us. Because we're about to join God's people from thousands of years ago to praise God together. This morning we're going to be looking at a few different passages. And you know, I, I know it's scary to talk in front of people. I know that's, I mean, I hear that a lot. Um, but this morning is going to be so much richer if we join in. Because there's going to be readings for each of us to do, or not each of us, but some of us to do, to participate in the service this morning. And to sweeten the pot have chocolate chip cookies here for readers and answerers of questions. All right? So lots of involvement will be good, especially if you want a cookie. <clears throat> I know it's shameless, right? But I don't care. <laughs> We're going to get kids involved and the rest of us as well. So this morning, this passage, I've been studying uh, about Mary and about the song that she sings, Song of Praise. And it begins with Elizabeth. And so if you want to, open up your sermon guide. You'll see it there. It's the first paragraph. And follow along. So Mary and Elizabeth, uh, they are connected, connected by two miraculous births. First of all, Elizabeth, who, like Hollywood, she doesn't look quite that old. I, I mean, is older than she looks in the, in the video there. Um, she has a child in her old age. Uh, as we read a couple weeks ago, talking about how God had given them a child. But also Mary uh, is having a child as a virgin youth, as a child, uh, as a young girl, having a, having a baby uh, that has been given to her by the Holy Spirit, by God. 
then as you see, Mary proclaims this, or sorry, Elizabeth proclaims this blessing over Mary. It says in scripture, actually, she was filled with the spirit and cried out in a loud voice. That's, the, that's Luke's way of saying that the spirit is inspiring her to say these words. And she says, blessed are you, Mary. And she begins praising Mary for her faithfulness. Because Mary is just a young girl, uh, I'm sorry, a young teenager, uh, and, and she begins praising God. And I'm curious to hear about from you just for a moment. Um, any ways that you saw how Mary was faithful? And there's a cookie in it for you. So any ways that you know of, maybe from scripture or something, yeah, Corbin, how was Mary? Right, she said, may it be to me. And actually, Jesus was the baby she had, so it was God, it was the Holy Spirit who was speaking to her. So yes, good answer, you get a cookie. Yes. Any other things that you guys heard? Any other ways that Mary's been faithful? Come on, there's a cookie in it. Just go ahead and say Bribery, yes. Yeah. Yeah, Mark. Yeah. Yeah, even, you know, that this Holy Spirit said to her, you know, even Elizabeth, your relative in her old age, is going to give birth to a son. Absolutely. And then she went to go see. So, yeah, absolutely, Mark. Here, here's your cookie. See, look, adults, kids, everybody gets one. Shalem, you, you have your hand up. How is Mary, how is she faithful? That she was faithful to God. And he's actually, this, that movie that we were, the show that we were just watching, is called The Nativity. It came out a few years ago. We watch it uh, each, each year on Christmas Eve. And so he's remembering another part when the angel comes to David, or to uh, Joseph and says, take the child and go to Egypt um, for his safety. And so he's talking about how they faithfully did that. Right, so Mary is faithful. Uh, so Mary then responds to uh, Elizabeth. Elizabeth says, blessed are you. And it doesn't happen this way in the movie, but actually in scripture, Mary begins singing praise to God as well. Mary is <clears throat> speaking how God has blessed her personally. But I want to just ask to somebody, if somebody, for a cookie here, if someone would read uh, the first part of Mary's blessing. It's in our sermon guide, just the first paragraph. A lady, actually, even like, ideally a younger lady from the church would be great. For a cookie. <clears throat> just the first paragraph, just a few sentences. Verses 46 to 49. Ah, great. Caitlin, thanks. Just this part right here, yes. Okay, let me get you, can I get you a microphone? Oh, yes. Caitlin, I was going to call you last night, but then I thought, oh, you're already doing something today, so I didn't want to push it. Thank you. My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the mighty one has done great things for me in his holy name. Ah, thank you. Here, I'll take that. And you can pick a cookie. So, Mary's speaking of how God has blessed her personally. Uh, as we've talked about a little bit already, Mary is young. Uh, Caitlin, how old are you? Thirteen. So maybe a few years older than Caitlin. And she's in, in her world, uh, in ancient Near Eastern Israel, um, uh, young women uh, didn't have a lot of rights. Women, basically the way they survived was either being in their father's house or their husband's house. That's why there's so much talk about widows and taking care of them because if you didn't have a father or a husband, you basically had no one to provide for you. 
And so being a woman, especially a young woman, she's especially vulnerable. And in, in terms of her society, they saw her kind of at the lower parts of society. So we have Mary speaking from this truly humble state. And she begins praising God for what he has done in her life. That now she's going to have a child, which in the ancient world was a big deal, to have a child. And she's going to have a son, which is even, uh, even more significant uh, in that a son would help take care of her when she was older um, and provide work for the family and things like that. Um, but also, too, she gets good news about who this son will be, that he is going to be a savior. If you remember from last week, actually, the angel Gabriel speaking to Mary and say he will be the son of the Most High, that he will, be, he will rule on the throne of David. So she's getting a glimpse for who this child will be, that he will actually be the Messiah, the Savior that her people had been waiting for. But to hear Mary's praise right, we need to hear it in light of the Old Testament. Now, I've been thinking some about a metaphor here, and it kind of came to me this week as some of the conversations with Dan about what was happening uh, with worship this week. Um, But when we read the Old Testament, think of it like this. The words we read are like a song sung by a soloist. You get the song and the words, and you understand what's happening. But when you read the New Testament along with the Old Testament, or in light of the Old Testament, the song goes from a solo to like a choir. And you hear all the voices speaking into it. So, I was thinking about it. It's kind of something like this. Um, We're going to just see a short video here um, about uh, a group singing together. Pay attention to how they begin. It's like a group of solos, and then they start singing together. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above ye heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures.
sing praises uh, to God for his faithfulness. Think for just a moment about some of the connections with Mary's song. Even some of the words are similar or the same. Did anybody, if you think about what Mary sang or what we heard uh, Caitlin say and what Hannah said, did you see any similarities between, or even if you read a little bit, here's a hint, if you read the second paragraph of Mary's song, do you see any similarities, any themes? If you see one or if you have an idea, raise your hand. I'd love to give you a cookie for your answer. Do you have an answer, girls? I see you guys. No, not yet. Okay. Yes. Hunter. What? Humble. You're right. Absolutely. Come up here. Grab a cookie. See how easy it is? <clears throat> You're right. She talks about humility. Yeah, Caleb. Yes. Absolutely. Ellie, do you have an answer? Not yet? Okay. <clears throat> yeah, pick a good one. Adults, the kids are, they're winning. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's one of the ones I was noticing too. Yeah. Anybody else want a cookie? Give me an answer. Yes, feeds the hungry, fills the hungry with good things. Yes. Fills the hungry with cookies. Marshall, do you have an answer, buddy? Not yet? Okay. Well, if you think of one, just let me know. I've got a cookie right here for you. <clears throat> There's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. And that was something that I was reading, actually, in... Uh, a commentary by Joel Green, if you'd like a cookie. Um, he was talking about the ways that they speak about it in the past tense. They're talking about what God has done. And so, not as though, because he's already done it, how definitive it is. But they're not saying, boy, God, I sure hope you do some great stuff. They're saying, God has done these things. Absolutely. So ultimately, Mary begins the sing, uh, to sing praise to God uh, about faithfulness than to his people. So not only does she begin by saying, God has been faithful to me, she, her praise spreads out. She starts saying, God, you've been faithful to your people. And so I'm wondering if somebody, especially, I'm hoping maybe one of the younger ladies, uh, would read verses 50 to 55 in the bulletin of Mary's song for a cookie. <clears throat> Anybody? Not yet? Okay, that's on you. Thank you. From generation to generation, he has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, even as he said to our fathers. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. Perfect. 
Thank you. Oh, wait, you forgot your cookie. Yeah. Thanks. Right, so here, Melody, or, um, uh, Mary's Melody describes God bringing down rulers, just like Dan pointed out, bringing down rulers and exalting the low, those who were weak, those who, had, who were on the margins, those who couldn't stand up for themselves so easily. Uh, it sounds a lot like Hannah's song. Did you guys catch that? Did you hear the similarities? Okay, so, but it's interesting because right at verse 50, Mary quotes Psalm 103. This is a psalm of David. And I'm wondering if one of the guys who would be willing to kind of read uh, their David voice to come and read Psalm, it's the, uh, the other long one of this, one of the guys come read. Or, if, Shem, do you want to read some of it if they want to split it with you? Okay, here, Shem, you read until verse 6, and then I need another guy to come and read the rest of David's psalm. Oh, David, how fitting. Yes, okay, so here you read right there, okay? Down to six, yep. Praise the Lord, O my soul. All my inmost being praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives your sins and heals your diseases. diseases. Who redeems your life from the pit. Who crowns you with love and compassion. Who satisfies your desires with good things, so that your so that your youth is renewed, like in the eagles. Yeah. The Lord works right righteousness. righteousness and justice for all of the oppressed. Good job. Have a cookie. Don't forget your cookie. Ellie's like, no, get your cookie. <coughs> <laughs> or else it all falls apart. <laughs> Do you have it? Okay. Just, uh, yeah, to the end, please. Right to the end. Yeah. All the way to the end for one cookie. <laughs> Mary Beth read, she read even more for one cookie. That's her problem. <laughs> <laughs> he, made known to his way <laughs> he made known his ways to Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse nor will he harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass. He flourishes like a flower in the field. The wind blows over it, and it is gone, and its place remembers it no more. But from everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear him, and his righteousness with their children's children, with those who keep his covenant and remember to obey his precepts. The Lord has established his throne in heaven, and his kingdom rules over all. Praise the Lord, you his angels, you mighty ones who do his bidding, who obey his word. Praise the Lord, all his heavenly hosts, you his servants who do his will. Praise the Lord, all his works everywhere in his dominion. Praise the Lord, O oh my soul. Thank you. Yeah, I could go <coughs> you. 
So, Bill, it doesn't actually break down if we run out of cookies. It begins to break down if people start negotiating. That's when. David's psalm is a psalm of praise, too. And even actually the beginning, I praise the Lord, O my soul, my inmost being, praise his holy name. Sounds a lot like the way that Mary begins. But as as we talked about it, what themes do you hear? As you listen to David, if you want to read it again, what theme, what is David singing about in Psalm 103? Yes, Lydia. Praise, yes. He's singing of praise. Do you know any parts that he was praising for? Just praise? Good enough. Yep. Does anybody see, like, in, as you read that psalm, or as you heard Dave read it, what was he praising God for? Deliverance. Right. Yep, you get a cookie. Well, you just take one. Okay. Who's that? Uh, I'm not playing that game. (laughs) All right. Who else? What is he praising God for? Healing? Yes. Healing. Yes, Shalem. Compassion. Look, you can even win two cookies, but he already gave his away. Yep, compassion. Absolutely. Ooh, good. I'm uh, sorry, that's only one cookie still. That's three answers, but only one cookie. <laughs> Want to do Marshall? No answer? Okay. Right. So God is, or sorry, David is praising God for ideas, for, for realities of his compassion, his love for his people. Do you hear how he talks about as far as the east is from the west, so God removes our sin from us. He's talking about grace. And David's songs help us to hear Mary's song. It's like the choir again, like we saw. If we just hear Mary, we think, wow, what a beautiful story. What a beautiful song of her praise for, of what God has been doing. And we get, we get the point. But when we start hearing it in light of Hannah's song, and in light of David's song, we start to hear more than just her words. Now, it could be that Mary has quoted David's song here because she's read it so much, and so it just comes to her as she's singing. But I can't help but wonder if maybe the Holy Spirit isn't at work here as well, and that she has said it, that she's not just quoting the line, but she's referring to the whole song to bring it to bear on what she is saying, that she is praising God like Hannah because God has scattered the proud and lifted up the humble, true, but also because her son is the son of the Most High, And he has come and he's bringing salvation. God's compassion. He's uh, God's love embodied for us so we can see what God is really like. We can see his love in person. We can see that Jesus, not only will he sit on the throne of David, but he is bringing salvation to his people. See, when we hear all this together, it starts to sound more like a choir than just a beautiful solo. This morning, we join God's people. All of us here join God's people in singing. We join David and Hannah, Elizabeth and Mary, and we join Dan and Dave and Corbin and Caleb and Ellie, Elaine and Brianne. We join together singing these praises together, praising God for the faithfulness that he has or the ways that others have been faithful, 
whether it's Mary and her faithful yes to God that we have a Messiah who has saved us, or faithfulness of people in our church around us, sitting right next to us, their faithfulness in the ways it has blessed us. We begin praising God together for what he's done in our own lives, giving thanks for the ways that he has saved us, healed us, provided for us, guided us. And we praise God for what he has done for his people beyond us, our friends and our neighbors, this church, the Covenant Church in the Kootenays, the Covenant Church in Canada, the the Bible-believing church across North America, the church around the world. We praise God for what he's done. And above all these things, we praise God for his son, that God took on flesh and lived among us, that he came to bring us salvation and hope and life. This is the good news this morning. Amen. Do I need to invite Corbin up to, yeah.